Well, on the line right now, his name is Rodney Red Grant. I, I like his first name because my big brother's name is Rodney, and uh, Red's like a brother to also, man, but uh, except he doesn't, you know, take my clothes and wear them <laughs> and beat me up when my family's not looking, you know, that kind of stuff. But one thing about Red, Red is one of the funniest people I know. Um, he's a stand-up comic, um, and he's just done a lot in the community. He's just done so much for the, the folks in the community. Um, but he's trying to do something for the city of Washington, D.C. He wants to become the next mayor. And we've been kind of following the story, you know, because I know it's, it's interesting to people looking like stand-up comic, politician. Does that work? How's that been working for you, Rodney Red Grant? Uh, well, thanks for the great introduction, Russ. Um, it's been working great. Uh, yesterday, we officially made the ballot for the November 8th general election. Uh, we passed through the 10-day uh, challenge, mm-hmm. and we got more signatures than any other mayoral candidate has ever gotten in the last 13 years. Wow. So our ability to touch the community and be involved with the community is being showed. Uh, shown. And it's a great time right now for us, my team, Team Red, and the city of Washington, D.C. So we will become the first independent mayor of Washington, D.C. And mm-hmm. the, city, the city will uh, celebrate. Awesome. So obviously you've been going up against incumbent uh, Honorable Mayor uh, Mario Bowser. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough task. And of course, everybody's telling you that. But, you know, you, you're always a positive dude. Uh, and is there anything that you can do that can just like highlight the extreme differences between you and her? I mean, everybody knows the extreme differences between me and Muriel Bowser. I mean, it's, you know, I'm a people person. Uh, I make sure that, uh, inclusion is, is spoken about, Mm -hmm. um, diversity and equity share. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not really about, the differences between me and her is really about what I'm going to do for our city, um, the city of Washington, D.C. Right. And right now we're suffering. You know, we just they just came out with an article that D.C. is the worst run city in America. Mm. And this is something that should be an embarrassment to not only our government, but to our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us to be in this situation is not cool. We also the most separate city in America right now. Right. So we have to, we have to build our, our city back. We have to make sure it's affordable to live in. We have to make sure that we have education that our kids can um, get because right now they're, they're suffering. Yeah. You know, the teachers are not uh, being retained mm-hmm. and they're leaving the city and our people are being put out of the city and we have to fight hard for the residents of this great city. And somebody has to fight for them now because if we don't, we won't have a cultural city that is Washington, D.C. Well, a lot of people have, have you know, noticed over the years that a lot of the neighborhoods have changed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can call it some gentrified and, and the whole nine. Um, is that a good thing for D.C.? Um, I don't think that anytime you take a culture and you change it and create something that is not cultural. It's like almost like going to New Orleans 
and taking away the Mardi Gras. Mm. Um, so Interesting. it's it's not good for our city when it comes when you 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 put the people who have have generations and generations and generations of residents and you make them move to Virginia, Maryland, mm-hmm. and not, nothing wrong with those places because I lived in both. But people who are from Washington, D.C. want to stay in Washington, D.C. And for our leader not to fight for the people who are residents of this great city is a shame. Yeah. And we have to you know, get that together right now and fight for the people of Washington, D.C. because we only have one shot to do it. Yeah. And if we don't, the city will be, uh, it won't have the same culture that it, it used to have. Yeah. We're talking to Red Grant, who is a candidate for the mayor of Washington, D.C. We're going to take a quick break. and We'll be right back. On the line, yes, we're talking to uh, Red Grant. He's a comedian. You've seen him on TV. You've seen him in movies. Um, um, he's also um, a candidate for the mayor of Washington, D.C., and, you know, a lot of people at first, when you first got into the race, are like, Red's a comedian. You know, what's he doing? You know, is he going to crack jokes and this and that? Here we are about what? You've been at on the campaign trail for at least a year and a half? Yeah, since yeah. Uh, May 15th, uh, 2021, we yeah. made the first announcement at the uh, steps of the Frederick Douglass House in southeast Washington, D.C. Nobody so expected you to still be here. Uh, you know what I mean? You I six, did. Yeah, I, I, I know you did because you're a positive <laughs> dude. But everybody else on the outside, like, man, he's got a formidable task. But, you know, I, I got to say this, um, just from knowing you all the years I've known you, is like you have a very serious side. And I, I think that whatever you put your head to, that you'll be able to handle, you know, you know, running a city like Washington, D.C. There are a lot of things that, you know, Mayor Barry did for years that could be mm-hmm. brought back, you know, yeah. because I have met so many people that are corporate executives and so on and so forth. And you said, you know where I got my start? Mayor Barry got me a job. Yeah, that was me. I'm I'm one of those people. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm one of those people who got my first job through the Mary Barry Summer Youth Program. And it taught me so much, taught me work ethic. It taught me how to uh, financial literacy, something mm-hmm. that we have to bring back in yeah. our schools. We, we really have to put in our schools because it's really never been there. And, you know, if we don't teach our um, our residents and our citizens how to take care of their money mm-hmm. and, and learn more about uh, financial literacy, we're mm-hmm. going to be in trouble. And we also got to bring back trades in our schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took all the trade programs yeah. out of the schools. And, you know, if, if you understand trades was uh, something that was the most um, positive thing that we ever had in our schools because it, it helped young men and women to be successful as we speak right now. Right. And when you take out trades from the city and, you, you know, you think everybody is going to go to college because everybody doesn't, you know, want to go to college. college. They can do a trade. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you know, and, and look at the city that we live in, Russ, how many trades are in the city, how the city is building. Yeah. And, you know, we have to be able to employ our residents in the city. You know, mm-hmm. we can't just be going to Delaware and get employees of our city and uh, Pennsylvania. Our city right now deserves to work in our city. The people who live here deserve to work in our city. Uh, and I'm going to bring that back. 
And I'm going to make sure that that happens immediately. Yes. And we're going to give our teachers a raise immediately because our teachers are, mm. one of the, are the most important aspect to what's going on yeah. in our city. And if we don't see that, then we're, we're going we're gonna to lose. Absolutely. Uh, and I talk to teachers on a daily basis, and they are out here screaming, screaming to the mayor right now to please give them the raise, you know, Please give them that, that uh, because the economy itself, everything is, you know, inflated, you know, inflated right now. Mm-hmm. And we got to have our teachers to be able to keep up with this situation so they can live good in the city also. Uh, so that's a lot of things that we have to tackle immediately. Yeah, I, I think teachers are, are underappreciated, underpaid, under everything. And, you know, it's it's it is really kind of. Uh, 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 sad. Um, and they really leave in the city, Russ. You know, my, my daughter uh, went to Johnson Middle School last year in yeah. uh, Southeast Washington. And, yeah. you know, the teachers were leaving. Spanish teachers leave. Uh, English teachers are leaving. Science yeah. teachers are leaving. And we're, we're trying to uh, replace this by actually uh, sending them to gym, mm. putting them in uh, gym, gym classes. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, we have so many other things that we can put in place right now. Yeah. Uh, we, we got to bring programming back that, that kids love innovative programming. And if we, we bring these programs back, we have more students wanting to come to school. Yeah. So let me ask you, uh, Brad, I want to get your position on firearms and, and, mm-hmm. and guns, uh, especially in the district. Um, what is your position on obtaining guns and, uh, maybe a right to carry or open carry a city? Are you for that or are you against that? Well, well, first we got to deal with the real problem, keeping guns out of our youth, our youth hands. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we have a city that young men and are, are running around killing one another. Uh, we have the highest rate of murders in our city in years. And our city is 25% less safe than it was eight years ago. And we have to give our kids an opportunity to be great. And if we don't do that, we're going to, we're going to be, we're going to be way behind. Mm-hmm. And, and people see these things, Russ, and, and act like it's not happening. It's becoming numb to some people that our young people are being murdered in these streets. How do we get the guns uh, out of their hands? How do we do that? Well, what is your plan? You work with, well, you first you got to work with the federal government to help get rid of these ghost guns that are coming into our nation, I mean, into our city from other um, states. Uh-huh. And, you know, we don't, we got to do that first and foremost. First and foremost, uh-huh. we got to build those relationships with the federal government. You know, relationships, building is everything and our current mayor has terrible relationships with the federal government and she's she's made enemies everywhere she's gone and we have to work with these federal agencies to keep these ghost guns out of our kids hands and we got to give them programs you know like programs like my 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 program like don't shoot guns shoot cameras Mm -hmm. teaching young people filmmaking from beginning to end from thought to theater you know things that you know programs that is the key we have to give programs, uh, you know, beyond your block, you know, taking them off their block so they can understand that there's other things other than their block, 
that's going to help them achieve the goals that they want. You know, our kids want love, yeah. care, and respect right now. Yeah. And we have to deal with the, the heart and the root of the problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a lot of mental health uh, issues going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot that, that we're not tackling. You know, we don't even have, have mental health professionals within our school systems. Mm. And, you know, if we don't start attacking a real problem, then we're going to be, uh, we're going to continue to fall behind and we're going to continue to have murders in our streets mm. and our babies are going to die. Mm. And that's the real situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, if a, a person wants to have an open carry license. Okay. That's cool to open carry, but it got to be in responsible people's hands. I mean, this, this is real. Yeah. You no, know, everybody with a gun isn't trying to, to kill no, no one. Right. But which we did, let's deal with the issues of our young people that are dying in our streets right now. Yeah. Like literally dying in our streets. Yeah. And no one is saying anything. They're turning a blind eye to these, uh, our young people and these parents and our grandparents, grandparents are crying and suffering mm-hmm. around here. You know, babies are dying. Seniors are dying because mm-hmm. of this gun violence. Wow. Women are dying. Yeah. And we have to, we have to come together as a community right now. It's mm-hmm. going to take our community to come together for this to stop happening. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're talking to Red Grant. He's a candidate for mayor. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. I want to ask you on the other side about the DC police department and um, your position on that and a few other questions. So stay right there. His name is Red Grant. He is a uh, candidate for mayor. Red, you've seen him on uh, Def Jam comedy. You've seen him touring, you know, opening up for Cat Williams on any given night or headlining somewhere. He's a brilliant comedian, but and nothing funny when it comes around to uh, running and leading a, a one of the major cities in America. And that's why he's running for uh, mayor of, uh, of, of Washington, D.C., you know, we're talking about, you know, getting guns out of kids' hands and so on and so forth. Are you happy with the relationship between the community and the police department? Um, I'm not happy with the relationship between the community and the police department because I know it could be better. Um, I, I When I grew up in Washington, D.C., and anybody listening to this program understands that, you know, we had boys and girls clubs uh, in our communities that were run by the brave men in uniform and women in uniform. Mm -hmm. And we used to look at the officer friendlies. It's gotten so far because, you know, in Washington, D.C., we have to do better. We have to hire, you know, within our city and people who understand the community. And we have to have better training for our police officers. You know, you talk to our officers now that they're not getting the proper training on on a yearly basis, monthly basis. And it's uh, being slid under the rug about this. But training, you have to train our officers. And the officers that are coming into our city that never lived here before, you know, they got to understand what the D.C. culture is also. Well, you know, what's interesting you know, is like, you know, uh, should you become the mayor, the first lady, she's a former officer, correct? Yes, my wife is a retired officer. You know, and we talk all the time about, you know, how we have to have uh, professionals um, that 
ride along, especially mental health professionals that are ride along mm-hmm. um, with our police officers. Right. Because a lot of these incidents that happen, uh, happen because people are not trained to understand. You know, you're, you're putting police officers in a position to be social workers, mental health experts, police officers. Uh, and, and you, I mean, they yeah. gotta, they, they, they they're not trained, trained for that. Do... They're not trained. <laughs> Correct. They're not. You, you show up there and you're <laughs> expecting this dude to be able to handle somebody that's mentally ill. You're you're not a psychologist. You're you you know, and that's the problem. I think another thing, Red. I think it would be just really beneficial if we go in and start recruiting some of these young folk in the hood and say, "Hey, look, we can teach you to become a police officer." You know, because yep. I, I think you. Oh, well, that's what we used to do. Yeah. Um, and, and... I went to Dunbar Senior High School, graduated, and, you know, they had program. The cadet program was inside of most of the DCPS schools uh, in Washington, D.C. The fire, uh, you be, you can become a firefighter inside. You can become EMS. Uh, and, and those were inside of our schools. Uh, and we have to put those back. We have to put the cadet programs back in our schools so, you know, kids can want to further their career mm-hmm. and, and become officers, become firefighters, become first responders in our city because they know the city. Right. Um, and it, they know it, the people, like you go to, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. I mean, I mean it's, it's a simple, it's a simple plan. I mean, it's it, a lot of time. It's a lot of low hanging fruit that, that we miss because, you know, we're, we're trying to be so political. And we got to get away from that. Well, here's one we thing I don't miss when I'm driving through D.C. are the potholes. I have had to replace a couple of rims. And it just <laughs> seems like the same potholes have been there for the last 20 years. And, no, the 40 years. Let's, okay. Let's, let's, so is anybody ever going to address that issue? Is that ever going to be addressed? They have to. I mean, we have an 18 point, well, $18.5 billion budget that the, the mayor is sitting on. Uh, and she's using it for her uh, political convenience. And we can't have a mayor that's going to just use the money for political convenience. Uh, even, you know, we lost $82 million just vanished that was supposed to go to affordable housing units. And no one is talking about it. Hmm. She sold the city for one. She sold the wharf for $1 to one of her aides to build at the wharf. That hmm. cost $92 million. We could have sold it. We could have sold it to people in the District of Columbia if we're going to sell it for one dollar. And, you know, the developers of, you know, who she leans on. But, you know, come November 8th, we're going to see that the people will speak out and show that they've been peed off for a long time with the system Mm -hmm. and how they've been treated. Well, listen, we're going to get I I was going to say that, you know, you're making accusations and you know, we have to afford no, these are true. This, this is not, this, this is something that you can actually, you can Google. Okay. These are not, this is not something that I'm, <laughs> I'm making accusations about Russ. I'm, well, I'm for me, for, for me, I have to open, you know, I have to open the airways up to her to respond. Uh, well, that, that, equal, that equal you time, should. the equal time stuff. So that's, if I get that yeah, opportunity, should. I will definitely bring that up because that's, that's like, what? You should. You should. You should. <laughs> yeah. And it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. It's not it's, it's not something that I'm making up. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I, I'm falsifying. It's, these are articles that are being written 
mm-hmm. that they're trying to slide under the, the doorstep mm-hmm. so no one could ever see them. Gotcha. But, you know, but these are things that are happening in our, our great city wow. and the people are suffering from yeah. this situation. Yeah, I got it. Hey, listen, Red, it's always great talking with you, man. And um, I wish you a lot of luck. Uh, you're a tenacious fighter. There ain't no quit in this dude right here. Okay. <laughs> if somebody no, we ain't gonna quit till we, we come Mayor Washington DC on November eighth. And I, I you know, encourage everyone to make sure you get out to vote. Mm. Early vote. Make sure you uh register to vote if you're not registered. Yeah. Make sure you go to grantformayordc.com and become a volunteer, donate and and just be a part of the whole movement. Get it uh get to know who I am as a candidate. Uh, and I know that you guys will be super impressed with what, what we've been doing. Uh, I want to shout out my team, Team Red, and everybody in the city who's becoming a part of that Team Red, screaming Team Red around here, um, that has gotten me on this ballot, helped me get to to uh, where I am. And yesterday was a historic day for Red Grant to become the next mayor of Washington, D.C., and the first independent candidate that has not – had a seat in council or anything to make the ballot uh, awesome. for the general election. All right, Red Grant, I appreciate it, man. And um, uh, keep in touch, man. Let me, I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Uh, thank you so much. All right, man. Thank you, you so care. much, Russ. All right, man. I appreciate you. All right, no doubt. Take care. Bye.